All right, here we go. The panel has assembled. Topics worthy of discussion today. Joining us in studio, Tom Parkin, post-media national politics columnist with a bluntly social democratic point of view. Good afternoon to you, Tom. Howdy. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. Good. Dan Moulton is with us as well. It's uh, only you two, but Dan is a consultant at Crestview Strategy and a former advisor in the McGinty and Wynn governments. Danny, how are you doing? I'm doing well, John. How about you? Likewise. You know, there's uh, a lot to address. Interesting cabinet shuffle. Lots going on today. Yeah. And so uh, we had Lisa Raid on earlier today. She's the deputy leader of the opposition. And uh, when it came to this cabinet shuffle, here are some of her thoughts weighing in. Bill Blair has a massive job. He's got border security, he's got gangs and guns, and he's got the rollout of cannabis. All of these things are incredibly important to the functioning of Toronto, functioning of the GTA. It's the number one questions I'm getting as a member of Parliament in Milton. And he, um, I don't know if he has the resources. I don't know if they're able to even figure out what the bureaucratic structure is going to be. It just seems to be that this is all a show for Justin Trudeau to be able to say he's doing something and there's no intention to get anything done. All right. Well, you know, I was fascinated by the fact that Bill Blair, former chief of police, named as uh, the minister for border security, Mm. whereas we were told there was really no problem with the border. So, uh, Dan, what's the deal? Well, I think they're recognizing someone who's had a a significant contribution to the growth of this government over the last few years, and certainly uh, someone with an expertise in the area of organized crime reduction. That's one of the portfolios he's been given here as we bring forward legalized cannabis. Uh, A big objective of that program, which he's worked very hard on the last few years, is to eliminate and reduce organized crime. We're talking about taking an industry that's been run by organized crime, profited on by organized crime, billions and billions of dollars we're talking about, and we're moving it into uh, the legalized uh, market. So, you know, that's going to be a big part of his uh, his task now as minister is the implementation of uh, legalized cannabis and how we uh, use that to ensure that the black market and the profit source that comes from illegal cannabis, as it previously been, is eliminated. Okay, that's a good deflection. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I mean, if there was an issue of uh, border control with respect to marijuana, it would be possibly going the other way now. That would be the concern. So uh, more of American concern than a Canadian concern. The, 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 the two key things I think that Mr. Uh, Blair should be looking at, uh, one has not come up today, guns. Uh, and no one has talked about that. And, and I think if he's going to be in, the, in this role and he's going to be a representative of this city, then that's something we should be looking for him to take a stronger action. Yeah, it's a pretty a darn guy, a pretty yeah. good no, darn guy for the so job, right? I mean, let's, like so former chief of police, it. he's got the right sort of task to take the, on that. The, the second is, uh, uh, is also a bit of a wait and see. Uh, I worry that what has happened here is that for a number of months, the conservatives have tried to, and I think it's been successful in framing asylum seekers as lawbreakers and illegal immigrants and mushing up the issues and creating a lot of tension there. I don't think they call them illegal immigrants, do they? Well, there's been a lot of throwing around illegal migrants. Well, there's a sign that says so. The government of Canada has a sign that says you're entering illegally. Right. And as you know, well, they're taking their cues from the current government. Yeah. But uh, if, if somebody is actually the critic for immigration, they should know that there's an explicit exception for people seeking asylum. It's right there in the act. So all that and stuff was well was, yeah was but untrue. You, look, i don't want to like, relitigate but you're coming from a third okay. safe country where we have uh, a covenant an agreement and therefore it doesn't make them legal except that that only applies at border points so i mean it's no like it doesn't the safe third party oh, agreement only applies at at controlled border points well no if you're coming from america you can't claim 
that you're actually uh, fleeing persecution because you're already in a safe third country. That's yeah, not true. yeah, you can. You, sure, you, you, okay. You, well. you pass it in non, non. This is exactly what's happening. People are trying mm. to leave from Trump. Right. They used used to be in uh, 2004. Well, because you're saying they're facing persecution under Trump. Yeah. They're just well. They're they're. I think that's, a fair, I think that's per- a fair thing to well, say. Well, but yeah. you're pre- wrong about that. That's uh, probably definitely. facing persecution somewhere else. But uh-huh. under Trump, they do not feel that they're going to get a fair shake. I mean, well, he's so he's, what they he's feel. detaining this is people. What's been he's agreed to by the government of Canada. So all I'm saying is that people go around the established procedure of going to control. Well, the border yeah, they're points. breaking the law. That's no, what they're but doing. They're not because you know what? Like the Van Trap family when yeah. they left the Nazis in <laughs> oh, Sound of Music geez. went over the mountains. Oh, okay. That's a really right? good and, analogy. Uh, yeah, and, I was and, say, it's, like, it's like yeah. now we're saying. All right. Now we're saying. Tom you know, Parkin is about to break into Edelweiss, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's like we're going to send Giesel back. Actually, we're going to put her in a cage first. I mean, uh-huh. But listen, aside. Wow. Where did I lose? control. Listen, uh, I have young, <laughs> young kids who love that movie. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. But you, you get my point. And right. Th- but the problem with, with uh, Blair is, or the concern mm. with Blair is, mm. how is he going to respond to this issue? Is he going to respond to it as a security issue? Or is he going to use the fact that maybe he has some status as a security person to uh, try and correct the incorrect framing that the conservatives have been advancing and say, listen, uh, we have secured borders. We have a difficulty with Mr. Trump. Uh, and we have people who are coming here, right. uh, and we are processing them in an orderly way. Wow. All right. Or is it maybe just an excuse? I mean, thanks for the rationalization there, but he's a Scarborough-based uh, in Toronto, and this is where the Liberals are hoping to shore up support. They uh, feel they're no longer impregnable. The The government of uh, Doug Ford is uh, bears witness to that. And so these uh, high-profile appointments, including uh, Mary Ng from yeah. uh, Markham, mm-hmm. Thornhill, There's another one. Uh, and Philomena Tassie from Hamilton, who's the Minister for Seniors. This is a way of trying to position but, people as a bulwark against what they I, see. I think the government's realistic about the fact that re-election lies through Ontario and Quebec at this point in terms of where they're going to find their support to return to a majority government. And so... It was ever thus, wasn't it? I mean, certainly, but I mean... Central Canada. I think there was uh, certainly in 2015 an appetite to see growth in Western Canada, but the the real Mm. path for them politically right now is through Ontario and Quebec. And so no surprise to see a cabinet that's based in in members from those two jurisdictions. That's what any government does uh, as they approach... Well, they're dead on arrival out West, aren't they? The Liberals. (laughs) It'll be tough. Uh, it'll be tough. I yeah, think that it, there's it, an opportunity for them to do all right in, in British Columbia, hold seats in in uh, in certain parts of the West. Uh, but yeah, no, they're going to have a tough fight in Alberta. Yeah, I, I mean, think as long a, as Good Ale fall, uh, you know, continues, they'll still have a seat in Saskatchewan. Yeah, but, well, okay. but that's but that's that. I think uh, the thing, John, is you know to differentiate between governing and campaigning. Like if we're making, uh, if they're making marrying uh, a minister uh, who is somebody who uh, won a nomination and disputed a disputed nomination in terms of whether it was fairly done or not. Uh, she was a PMO staffer, dropped in for this weird nomination that a lot of local liberals were upset about in, in, here in Markham. Uh, then, uh, you know, she comes in as, as a cabinet minister. Um, are we a year and a half from it yet? I mean, what is the message to other caucus members? What is the message to well, the has Liberal this been Party? Sort of sacrificing maybe better candidates on the altar of wanting gender parity. Well, I don't think it's a gender parity. I think she's an insider and friend. I think so. Oh, okay. that, that's the story there. But th- the, the issue no, is... No, I think she's a pretty strong performer in the caucus, I, has, has, has yeah. proven herself over the last year, uh, and has been recognized for it. Mm. Does, uh, does, does 
Uh, is there a political uh, calculus in, in building a cabinet of any government? Yeah, yeah, of but, course, there but, was a political calculus in Doug Ford's decisions to build his well, cabinet. You know what? Well, it, interesting you point that out, Dan, because Lisa Raitt was saying there's also political calculus in having Bill Blair appointed as this uh, Minister of Border Security and so on. And uh, Doug Ford now is the premier. Apparently, she dialed it back to when Rob Ford was the mayor, and there was this sort of... Yeah, Animus. Paul Wells had a piece on that today about the acrimony between uh, Doug Ford and You believe and Bill that to Blair. be palpable? Well, I mean, you watch the interview on Global News from Alan Carter when he sat down with Doug Ford with the release of the Ford Nation book or whatever it was. Uh, the vitriol that Doug Ford spoke about Bill Blair with, it's pretty clear there's a longstanding feud there. Uh, I don't know if this was, a, I, I doubt that this was a decision deliberate, but I mean, this is certainly going to have to this come is, into the thinking when I, it comes I, to I, Doug Ford's yeah, approach there. You know, I, the, the liberals are really pushing this that he's the anti-Ford anti, anti Ford thing. I mean, this is also, remember, I, like, I kind of like the guy. I was actually quite supportive of Mr. Doug Blair. Ford? Of, uh, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, though. Nice try, uh, uh, Bill Blair, when he first became chief, but I'll tell you, I fell off the wagon so fast on the G20 and what he did. Uh, he deceived people. Uh, he suspended people's rights, the kettling. That was all totally outrageous. Mm. And then that he would go on from that to run as a liberal politician to me was like, well, that makes sense. Wow. So, uh, you know, he, I, he went from, from here to zero for me uh, over that one. Well, maybe uh, they're counting so, on short-term so, so memory. I, I think, you know, if he can do something in his role, he's got a significant job. Right. Yeah, right? Big one. If he does something good. If uh, for some of these other people, like that you mentioned, John, mm. it, it's padding. It is frankly padding uh, the ministerial uh, budgets, getting more staff on because it's pre-election time, and let's get those folks out. All right, well, which I do, which I you know that's not governing, that's campaigning on the public purse. Appreciate it. Let's come back. More topics worthy of discussion. Tom Park and Dan Moulton in the house. It's the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. The Prime Minister just did this to aggravate the province of Ontario. I think that putting Bill Blair in as the point person for immigration, the point person for cannabis roll out because he still has that and the point person for border crossing that's just a recipe for disaster 